episode 10 of the Gentleman Overlords podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. I'm Danny. Danny's back, everybody. Yay. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Whoa, where'd that guy come from? Oh, get, out yeah, get, wow, out get, get out of here. Get out of here. Fans only. Yeah, wow, he jumped right out the door. That was crazy. <laughs> I don't know how he polite. got in, but yeah. yeah. He politely let himself out, though. That was that was very nice. Very courteous. Um, hey, guys, what up? Not a bunch, Andrew. Thanks, Max. What's up with you? <laughs> Nobody ever asked me. Oh, God. I wasn't um, sure if you were talking to the listener or not. Oh, yeah. I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, listeners, what's up? Everybody shut up. Oh, we'll wait. Shut up, shut up, Yeah. Okay, great. That was ample time for everybody to get in their answers. Uh, oh, there's someone who's still answering. Oh, okay. Sorry, we're talking over you now. We're, uh, we don't have quite the podcast etiquette that uh, some other podcasts do. But um, So, guys, uh, today we are talking about Captain America Civil War. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Delicious. Max just kissed Robert. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Max, we're talking about a movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we, we all went and saw it, some of us twice. Uh, and I guess right off the bat, what, starting with Max, Max, what did you think of Captain America Civil War? I thought that so far it's been the best Marvel, uh, cinematic universe movie. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. if you were on Twitter and you had to use hashtag Team Cap or Team Iron Man, <laughs> which hashtag would you use, Max? Team Cap, obviously. Uh, hashtag I, Team Cap, alright. Yeah, I wore the, the Captain America shirt uh-huh. to the... Nice. Yeah. You didn't burn your ticket after you got home this time? <laughs> Not this time. I found it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Robert, your thoughts? I, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm, I'm not positive it's my favorite of all the Marvel movies, but it's got to be in the top three. It's got to yeah. be really high up there. Maybe yeah. maybe even higher if I yeah. if I really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very good. Hashtag? Oh, boy. Um, am I, and I only between those two, I can't be on... You can make uh, up another one. I don't know. You're, ha- hashtag Team Z- hash- Zemo. And- yeah, hashtag <laughs> Zemo, actually, is my mind. Team Zemo. Um, yeah, just causing a little chaos. Yeah. a little jokester in the movie. Um, no, it was uh, it was really, really good. I'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sort of un- unpack it. Sure. Danny? Oh, I'll say the same. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. I got nothing else. Did you see it twice? I saw it twice. Oh, that's yeah. right. Awesome. So it's only me who hasn't seen it twice. Yeah, so oh my God. You, can, you can excuse yourself, because this uh, yeah. is a... Two wow. timers club only. <laughs> I want uh, I want Iron Man to have some friends, so I'll be hashtagging him. For oh a, wow! For okay, well, Iron Man. Okay. Um, I fucking hate the movie, you guys. Whoa. <laughs> no, um, I thought it was great. I agree. I think I agree with Robert. It's probably not my favorite movie of the franchise, but it's way up there. Name one better. I still like Guardians of the Galaxy better. Uh, uh, yeah. If there's one, it's gonna be. Well, Guardians we'll get of the into Galaxy. it, but part of the reason for me is that I feel like it. It feels like a story in the middle of a lot of these movies as far as, like, there's a lot in front of it and more behind it where it... I don't think it would be the greatest movie as just an intro for someone just out of the blue to come into, which is just one of the slight negatives about it, that it's part of a bigger piece, basically. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm a big fan of all those, of, you know, most of those other movies and stuff, so from that, you know, not thinking of that, I think it's great. So, well, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, I actually saw it with someone who has not seen very many of the Marvel oh, movies nice. and has not seen any of the Captain America movies, which wow. I, I would consider... It's weird because it, it fits in as a piece of the Marvel Universe. Do you consider it more of a sequel to the Avengers or more of a sequel to Captain America? It seems like Cat. It, it is more of a Captain America sequel, but, yeah. it, but it feels like it's like part of an Avengers movie, too. Yeah. It feels like it's like half an Avengers film and, and a yeah, full Cap sequel, right. too. Yeah, the the main 
plot storyline was following the the trail of Captain America, but yeah. kind of the feel of the movie was bigger. Like, yeah, well, and you movie. have so much and you know antagonism from Tony Stark that it can't help feeling like okay, well you have this other big guy, therefore they're kind of almost the leads of the Avengers if you can even pick one. Sure. So I couldn't help but be a sort of little bit above that too. And I hadn't watched. Uh, Winter Soldier, and that's the only Marvel movie I haven't seen. What? So, really? Wow. So actually, I was a little, like, I was like, who the f is Bucky, and why does he care about him? And then I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so actually, have you I seen little, it since, or have you? Had... I, I saw. So then I saw it right after I saw uh, Civil, Civil War. War. So you saw Civil War, and then I went and saw Civil War again. I was like, oh. Nice. So okay. Civil War actually a lot better. For, well, I still loved it the first time I saw Civil War, but it actually made it better. A like, more clarity. I didn't yeah. realize how important actually watching Spoiler Soldier was or mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. anything about the comic universe would have helped. Sure. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> I, I talked to my friend after the movie. I was like, what, how, how did you, did you, were you lost? Did it make sense to you? And she said that like, what is Iron Man? Who, yeah, <laughs> who are these characters? Why do I care? Why did I just spend two and a half hours in the movie? Um, no, uh, she was, it, there were certain plot points that she was lost on when they were first introduced, but she said they did a good enough job in the movie of sort of explaining them or in the context it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what, you know, maybe what these two characters, what their relationship is to each other. Like you can kind of pick out context and clues to yeah. what they're saying or how they're at, interacting with each other. Yeah. And I always uh, like when they do something like that rather than explicitly stating it. And comics have that. Uh, problem, I think, where they're trying. Yeah. They have a character that nobody knows the name of, so they'll always uh, introduce them by name. Yeah. Like, Hello, Vision. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They did yeah. have all those helpful uh, uh, captions in the movie where it was like, "Lost, go back to Captain America: Winter Soldier, <laughs> issue, issue one, <laughs> to see uh, what happened." They could have editor's notes on yeah. the screen. Yeah. <laughs> True believers, go back to yeah. Actually, one thing I did like, and the, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but when they. Uh, when they would move, they moved a lot to different locations. And mm-hmm. when they did that, they put like huge ass the letters, huge, like enormous took up the entire letters. screen, London or yeah, something like that. So, yeah. so yeah. It, like you wouldn't get lost. And at first, I was like, oh, that's kind of ridiculous. But then I was like, oh wait, but I can keep track of this. Yeah, well. they are moving around a lot. Yeah, yeah jumping between. Lie, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. time actually probably didn't make sense in that movie that much. Like they kind of went from one place to another pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't think they did the times because it was all the same year. Oh, it was like a whole day. Oh, sorry, I mean, the same day. Sometimes. There's a countdown oh, at one yeah. point of 36 hours, so there's definitely like... It seemed like yeah. you went from like one city, yeah, it's like... You went from like Uganda to New York and, you know... Mm-hmm. Wakanda. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wanted to start going through the plot or spoiler alert? Or? Sure, yeah, I, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's pretty safe. Um, we're probably going to just head on into spoilers pretty quickly so if you haven't seen the movie i think all four of us recommend seeing the movie I, like five hands down us, I all think. five of us yes uh, my my dog also recommends the movie scotty the fifth gentleman overlord mm-hmm. wow you didn't even like talk to us about this yeah <laughs> yeah. The air? A new, yeah okay, oh, you guys, okay. Are, i'm sorry you guys are gonna be replaced it's just gonna right. be me and, and scotty. how does that work <laughs> out? Yeah. like the monetary side of things do we have to now split up our shares another <laughs> way uh, wow yeah i'm Okay, let's talk. Okay, we'll yeah, talk we'll talk off air. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, shares? Guys? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk off air. We really yeah. got too deep. Okay. Um, so, uh, do we just want to start at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, let's kind of jump. Yeah. We'll kind of start. I'll just around. jump around. Just yeah. say what you like about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, do you guys have a favorite, like, set, set piece of the movie? Um, I, I think, well, I mean, let's just say, like, you know, the starting I thought was a nice kind of Avengers mission. I liked, I liked seeing kind of all those people in concert. There's. One thing this movie, I think, does consistently is show... It's one of my favorite parts of just all these Marvel movies is when two characters have 
seem to have been training or practicing their powers yeah. and their strengths together. There's just a scene where uh, Captain America says to Scarlet Witch, uh, you know, just like, just like we practiced, and he jumps off of a car while Wanda Maximoff lifts him with her powers up and through a window, and it's just that extra boost, his superhuman strength and her ability to kind of manipulate things, and it just works in this this awesome little way. It's not the most insane stunt you've ever seen in a movie, yeah. but knowing what those two characters can do, it's so satisfying to see something that... It's it's a detail that would just fly by in a comic yeah. book panel, and it's so yeah. fun. And, and honestly, that was something that bothered me about the first Avengers movie when, like... All of a sudden, right <laughs> off the bat, they were perfectly in sync, and like Iron Man shoots his lasers at Captain America just like I've without heard, saying yeah. anything beforehand, and he blocks it with his shield. <laughs> so it's nice that they have this yeah. context of like in between films, this is what's happening. Yeah, and they just it, kind there's of been a year since Age of Ultron. It, even right. in like comic in the in the movie world, there's been a year that has passed by. So it would make sense that they would have practice together because there's even a, right after that, there's a point where Wanda lifts one of them up, and then she goes. Falcon, or, 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 you know, um, and he kind of flies in and, and swoops in and knocks him down. So it's like, they've even practiced that move, too. Mm-hmm. So the fact that these characters all kind of work, yeah, work in concert together. It's just so neat. satisfying. It's it's one thing to see a character do what he's supposed to do. Oh, you know, Hawkeye's shooting his arrows, but when you see him shoot an arrow and, I don't know, perhaps someone is writing it, or uh, someone... <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> in someone, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, or, but you know what I mean, that, you know, someone, you know, manipulates it in a different way is just, like, satisfying. It's not just that they're representing these characters well it's that they're representing them together well another reason it feels sort of you know a bit like like an avengers film you know i thought they did a really nice job also of making everybody's um all their reasons why they're on each side i thought worked out really well yeah i think Mm -hmm. like the one i was worried about because on on opposing sides are hawkeye and, and uh black widow yeah who have up to this point kind of been tightest you know thick as thieves with each other like their best friends, you could see like you know the characters you would see off screen would just spend Sundays together, you know, <laughs> hanging out. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like they were they were both on the side of what they thought was the right thing, and neither of them felt wrong either. And every character in the movie, what no matter their sort of what what was their mission in in the movie, didn't feel like anybody was doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, it felt even Tony Stark who arguably in the film is is he, he's doing what he thinks is right, but he's going about it the wrong yeah. way. And he's even he even says at one point, "I'm trying to, you know, protect, keep you safe. I'm trying to protect you." Yeah. And it's like that's not necessarily your job when it comes to your friends and compatriots right. if if they should be allowed to make a decision for themselves too. So we should say the reason what happens is that um the Wakandan king T'Challa, T'Challa, or I'm T'Challa. sorry, T'Challa. 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 T'Challa is murdered in a when um so in what was the country they're in first Lagos is Lagos is in Nigeria I believe yeah in Nigeria yeah. so the Avengers are there tracking down Crossbones who is trying to steal a biological weapon um, in the midst of tracking him down he is Crossbones is on a suicide mission to kill Cap essentially yes. he wants to steal this weapon but he also wants to kill Cap so. In retrieving the biological weapon, uh, Crossbones gets close enough to Cap where he's going to set himself off as a bomb, and Wanda sort of encapsulates him. <laughs> that is a fucking brutal scene, by the way. It is brutal. He is yeah. exploding, and she basically, basically traps the explosion within like a one-inch space of him, so he's just like exploding, like in that space. 
and then she like lifts him up in the air to kind of toss him out of out of harm's way but in tossing him up he blows up a building yeah or like a floor of a building that has a bunch of wakanda delegates inside so uh we are reintroduced to general thunderbolt ross from the incredible is this Hulk. the longest amount of time between like between a, a character, character in one movie and in... then coming back in another film i feel like it's been like i think because incredible hulk came out in 2009 i think he's the same actor too yeah yep wow. yeah William heard yeah well done that, yeah that was back when uh, ed norton was the hulk yeah continuity yeah. sweet um so he he shows up at Avengers headquarters and shows them the destruction that them saving the world has caused. So he gives he, us the Avengers recap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is greatest the, hits. He didn't it show is. the Hulkbuster scene though. Yeah, like, that's the most. Oh, true. <laughs> that's the I mean, most yeah. brutal. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and at one point you had a giant suit of armor and we we're bashing people in. Yeah, <laughs> which was Wanda's fault. <laughs> That's because yeah. Hulk was not in contract for this movie. Oh, no, that's true. They, 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 they did show a Hulk scene, though. They showed a little... They showed a footage they show, of... They show him in New York when he's oh, in the okay. building. That would be yeah, funny. Yeah. If, that would be funny. Only, there's only one, you're only on one archive. Mark Ruffalo, Mark, Ruffalo, Ruffalo, yeah. Mark Ruffalo won't sign off on yeah. uh, the footage. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he shows up and he basically says... He says, like, to, the world is indebted to you in ways that we can never count, but look at what you've done. Look at what you, sa- you know, saving the world in air quotes has done. Hmm. And so it shows... New York, Washington, D.C., Sokovia, and Nigeria, and each with, like, a death count. Like, in the... Uh, which is a detail part. I didn't count it at. I didn't uh, notice I didn't it notice first. It either, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but it's... You know, and, like, he mentions, like, the amount of lives you've saved is almost uncountable, but, you know, on each on each screen, it's in, you know, like, a hundred, yeah, hundreds so- of people have died, which, like, if you watch, like, the scene from New York... You would yeah. think like more than a couple hundred people would have died, but maybe even Peter Parker. Maybe even Peter <laughs> Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I saw somebody on Facebook posted like a little meme thing that was talking about how like the, the, the number of people in New York, uh-huh. and they were like the government, the one who's saying that they're causing all this trouble. Their plan during that situation when the aliens were coming in was to nuke, nuke the city. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like the fact that the but Max, that would have been their up, choice. And yeah. Also like. Uh, <laughs> When Wanda lifts up and blows up that one floor, yeah. like all the people that were surrounding them in the entire market down on the floor level, which probably would have blown out the base of the building, yeah. also. But yeah. Max, <laughs> if they weren't there in the first place, uh, yeah. then, the, then you, you know what? Would have never existed, and he would have never wanted to blow up anybody. And no, I do. I appreciate that they they have established in these movies that you know, as goofy as a guy with a you know who makes a metal suit and flies around and a super soldier mm-hmm. and stuff is, it takes place in a world not so different from our own there mm-hmm. are there is war there are casualties there's collateral damage and I, let's i'm going to be the first person to make the comparison to batman versus superman where this is how you this is how you show kind of that this is how i think you kind of relegate that realism and still make it not a complete absolute freaking yeah. bummer like <laughs> yeah cuz you felt you felt it you felt like okay these guys are having these struggles yes. and they're still living a life outside of it it's not yeah. just like the world is covered in darkness well I, it was yeah. great because like when she lifts up crossbones and he explodes the first reaction you see is hers cuz she go she covers her distraught. mouth she goes oh my god what did i do it didn't even occur to me that like she blew up people in that building well, that's so, why you're not a hero yeah, that's why. That's why yeah. Oh, I'm kind of heartless. Way, so. um, that's why you're a villain. Yeah, um, I was really rooting for Crossbones in that scene. Oh, uh, man, me uh, too. 
But it, it like the first reaction shot you see is hers before even before people start screaming. She's just like, oh. And my Captain God. America is then like he's kind of shell shocked. He's shocked. shocked. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh God, get some help over here. It's I. It's great. They did a really great job because it is something where you can't. I mean, these aren't purely comic books anymore. This is the cinematic universe is its own thing. So you you can't. You can pick up a Captain America story that's PG and it's fine and it's fun and he's mm-hmm. conking people's heads together and they get knocked out and everything's yeah. fine by the end. But then you get these, you know, a darker story where it's yeah. The, the beginning of the movie is pretty heavy, mm-hmm. like that that scene and then General Ross kind of telling them, you know, this is what happens when you guys go yeah. out and and well, you're un- oh, sorry. sorry, you're unregulated. You know, like this is this is what happens. This is the danger of what you guys are doing. And like I, you know, the second time I saw it, I was in a theater more, I think, with more kids than the first time I saw it. And like it, like people were not like, there's no points where people were like cheering or, or laughing during like the first like bit of the movie. Oh, okay. Like the first time I saw it, people were going nuts. Like yeah, the whole movie, yeah. it was okay, a really great yeah. experience. The second time, I feel like there's more kids and parents there. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was more because the beginning of the movie is kind of a kind of a bummer. I think it kind of brought the tenor of maybe people's expectations down a little bit hmm. um just for the families and stuff but i don't know I, I i i appreciate that that like they introduce to you that yes there's these people going around doing great things but there are consequences to their actions and there's collateral damage to what they're doing even though they're doing the, the right thing mm-hmm. so they introduce a bill called the sokovia accords yes that would essentially make the avengers a government sanctioned team, team where they would go to where the government tells them to go. They would not go to places that the government doesn't tell them to go. Yeah. Uh, but it would make them... Essentially, uh, Ross brands them vigilantes at that point. Yeah. But I think most people listening have probably already seen the movie, so I don't need to, like, recap too much. Sure, but, but uh, just in yeah. case somebody hasn't or, yeah. you know, whatever. I just want to... I, I don't want to make sure... I want to make sure we're not just, like, throwing out plot points. People sure. are like, what? What? You know, yeah. just... Just in case. But, hey, if, yeah. I mean, if it means so, seeing, seeing Civil War again, I'll recap. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so one of my favorite scenes was... Uh, no, what was... I, what, what would be your like your favorite... I mean, it's... It, I don't know how we can't land on the... Uh, land. Jesus, on the Robert. airport scene. I'm not trying to do this on purpose. It's just coming to me. Oh. Let's talk about the airport <laughs> scene, you guys. I think that's the worst part. Um, I, I, it's hard for me not to say that the airport scene would be my one of my favorites. It was pretty it's good, one yeah. of my favorites. I don't know if it is my favorite. Yeah. Though. But yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Again, I I think one of the things that makes it work so well for me is not just that it's a bunch of people, because it's not just people punching one another, you know, at all together. It's you get these little moments where you get War Machine taking this crazy stun baton sword out and mm-hmm. fighting Captain America, which is just like awesome to see and you yeah. get hawkeye fighting black panther and you get winter soldier you know r- you know and falcon trying to get away from spider-man and it's just like all these little matchups and team-ups that ah i've just it's incredible it's yeah. just so it's so it's just making me smile think about <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. how fun that was and again still stakes like they have a mission they're trying to get from a to b and people are trying to stop them but it's not grim dark they're not trying to yeah. break each other's necks they're not trying to you know eviscerate one another they're mm-hmm. trying to stop mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. from completing each other's goals yes yeah. it, it's great well there's even that scene in in that in the airport scene where um ant-man has a miniature version of that truck mm-hmm. and he tells you know cat throw this at this and like he throws it and it lands and it turns into it it's it a, enlarges it's a gasoline and... truck and it explodes and he just goes 
I thought that was a water truck. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah, as in Amien could have just killed half the event. Right, but you know what he was trying to do is just distract them or knock sure. them down with water or something. Yeah. So at no point did you ever feel like, and there's even a scene where Hawkeye is fighting Black Widow, and you know it's, she she says, "Are we are we still going to be friends?" And he goes, "Depends on how hard he hit me." And then Scarlet Witch like tosses her across the the airport, and she just goes, "You're pulling your punches." Yeah, and it's like yes, because at the end of the day. None of these characters really feel like the except there's one except yeah. Black Panther. Well, yeah, um, the one character who really did want to kill somebody. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. Other than wanted. that, everybody is there kind of to disarm the other the other side, but not to hurt or kill the yes. other side. Mm-hmm. Ex- mm-hmm. Exclusion being Black Panther. Yeah. Who is after Winter Soldier because he thinks Winter but. Soldier bombed. The building that yeah, killed his father. Bombed at his last comedy routine. Bombed at his last comedy routine, yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, Russia jokes from the 40s <laughs> that were not landing. Um, I don't know, dude, was there a particular like matchup in that scene that you guys really liked? I don't know, I just loved... Uh, once Ant-Man turned big, I fucking <laughs> lost it. That was it. I was right. like, all right, now I'm watching the comic book movie And tell me if this is true, guy. You, I think you told yeah. me this. So the Russo brothers had to fight the studio it's to how, get that scene in. That's how it works. In their yeah. own Civil War style battle at an yeah. airport? Yeah. So, okay. they had a, yeah, they had a run <laughs> fight with the studio of Kevin Feige. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah. everyone in the theater went nuts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Spider-Man's the, the uh, audience surrogate in that when he just yeah. says, holy shit. Yeah. 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 He's like, and, oh man, man like, when he had that reaction, everything about that, like every little bit, everything that people said, I just was like, Oh my! That's the perfect thing to say at this yeah. point. Like yeah. even Iron Man, movie. even Iron Man just goes. Does anybody else have yeah. any <laughs> secret powers that they would like to yeah. to present themselves with? I couldn't believe all of that. The beginning scene, all the action had like so many heavy hits. Mm-hmm. Everything that they did, like they would do the running knee kicks, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like bl- Black Widow was just incredible. Like all mm-hmm. her move set really is awesome. is yeah. crazy. I really want. I hope I had heard another rumor that that there were going to commit to doing a solo movie, but I would love to see a Black Widow movie. Yeah. I'd love to see her. I don't know what her rogue gallery is like or what characters, maybe if... Mm-hmm. if see, I would hate for it to be... have to be a Hawkeye Black Widow team-up. I would. I want her to have I, a film. I, like, I, I do want that too, but I'd like for it to touch on her history. Could, you oh know? yeah, no, like he could, there could be flashbacks where he could jump in for a part of the movie or mm-hmm. something, but I want them to prove that... She is capable. There's a movie called Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. and she, yeah. and she's cool. Yeah. Like I, whenever she's on screen, I think she's doing a great job. That's I think she deserves to have one. I would mm-hmm. love to see that. Well, Jeremy Renner has also said that like he has no aspirations for a movie. Like he, well, he said, <laughs> oh, like, how big of him? He almost seems like he's but, checked out. Even but he's just one. like he's just like I'm fine with being like a, a, a like a supporting character, but also like he has said that it would be. It'd be cool that, like, he has more aspirations to do, like, a Netflix series about Hawkeye than, like, uh, a movie about uh, Hawkeye, I think was more the point that, like, I think it'd be hard to have, like, a big solo adventure of Hawkeye on screen versus, like, an eight-episode miniseries about yeah. some small, small-scale adventure that he, he do, does. He just wants more screen time. What about you, Danny? Yeah. What you, what he just, well, yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. only get two hours in a movie. He yeah. can get eight hours in a movie. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Did you what did you like in the airport scene? Uh, I like how they had Buck, uh, Bucky and Falcon like they like kind of yeah. hate each other but in a funny way. They need like, to have moments. there needs to be like a buddy yeah. cop kind of movie with the two of them. Okay. I like all their lines with, with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart. Oh God. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Barnes. I don't know if this is for real, but I was watching Colbert from last week and Sebastian Stan was on, 
and he was talking about it, it. He made it sound like they are like the best of buds off screen. A real John Boyega, Anthony Harrison Mackie, Ford type yeah. of situation. But um, he was saying that he, they are trying to get like a buddy cop movie, even if it's not within the Marvel universe. He just I, oh. it might have just been like a, a throwaway line where sure. he just like. He's like, we're trying to remake 48 Hours, essentially, <laughs> with the two of us. And obviously, I'm Nick Nolte. And, and <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah. There. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, the two of them together, I thought, had great chemistry. Yeah, like yeah. The, 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 the back the, of the car. The, the back of the car scene. Yeah. Was yeah. Awesome. yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. And I couldn't hear what was going on with Captain America and what's her name. So I need to watch that as Sharon Carter. Oh, I yeah. need to watch it again because some of that, some of the points in the movie, people were just going nuts and yeah. laughing or just oh, like yelling we, things out. Oh, we had a dude who was trying to do a stand-up routine behind us. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was just like, <laughs> it was mostly funny, but he talked. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think that's sweet. like why you go see yeah, a movie in the theater. And I'm going to see the movie again sure, so I'll sure. be able to pick up on everything eventually. Yeah. Um, we have kind of a text thread going, and right after the movie, I, you know, was kind of gushing about the airport scene. You brought up the stairwell scene. As yeah, a, I was wondering yeah. to go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... So this is I earlier think... in the film when, like, Captain America first finds Bucky again, and he's been accused of, like, everyone thinks he's bombed this, uh, this, uh, meeting. Yeah. And they have to get away from the German police, basically. Yeah, like a souped-up German police yeah. force that's rushing them in an apartment complex, mm-hmm. and so they get pushed into a stairwell, mm-hmm. and they're like jumping down, doing all this stuff. The thing that I loved about it the most is that they were really taking into account all of their powers, like what yeah. they could do with their thing. What could you do with a giant metal arm if you were a super soldier? What kind of like damage could be inflicted upon you, and you yeah. just take it and stand up? Mm-hmm. Like they did that a few times where Captain America. Just gets dropped off of a building, hits several things on the way down, and then just kind of goes and pushes himself back up and gets back into it. Like yeah. makes a call, like okay, this is what we're gonna do. When you have a super soldier, that's what you want to see is see him yes. take hits like that mm-hmm. and and get up and go yeah, for that it. scene is so good. Like yeah. he, like yeah. the, the, the the little attention to detail stuff. Like I love the part where Bucky jumps. He jumps down, but he grabs the railing yes. to kind of like hold, like <laughs> yeah. hold, hold his fall a little bit. Uh-huh. But it's still like he still isn't in control because it's like a railing. Uh-huh. So he still like slams into the stairs as he's getting up. And he's like, uh, and it's just like that stuff is cool. Like yeah. I just that sort of like little attention to detail where it's like, yeah, it's a it's a fucking cool action scene. You could make it so like he just rides down and then lands gracefully on, on yeah. the stairs, but like of course he wouldn't. Yeah, like he it's not the pl- he didn't have that as a plan. You know, to do it was like this is gonna be my escape plan someday. Yeah, that's another great thing is it feels like the the improvisation of of their moves sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I mean, you keep mentioning uh, when Cap throws his shield in the starting in, in Lagos. Yeah, there's a guy shooting at him behind a column, and Cap throws his shield and kind of does a three point kind of like. Ricochet. I love how Spider-Man later calls it out. Yeah, like, that's true. Uh, yeah. The, the shield does, does not make physical sense yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. That that is really great. And uh, and we can and we can go jump back to the airport and kind of or or just before that, the introduction of uh, of Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah. Is yeah. the new Spider-Man. So good. Yes. Yes. It, I perfect. I honestly That I, or the cruelest like fluke. If what if yeah. somehow he just wasn't in good his own in his movie. Own movie. Yeah. But it was I, just the writing. <laughs> I, I have to say, yeah, I have to say like it was it was a, such a pleasure. Yeah. And and also and also my fiance who is not a Spider Man fan was just thought he was really great too. Yeah. Which is just awesome. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Um rarely do you ever get you know, a new character like that introduced that's so 
that's just so well done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Did I, anyone else feel the scene was like the office a little bit? Like it was a little awkward, cringeworthy, right? Wait, that, that was the point, though. The, the point, yeah, actually, I thought they did a good job with it, but yeah. I was just like, oh, I kind of want the scene to end, but I kind of don't. Like when they introduce <laughs> yeah. Peter Parker yeah. and he's yeah. talking to Tony Stark. Because that was a critique that a friend of mine who is like a very big Spider-Man fan had of Andrew Garfield. Because I liked Andrew Garfield and I thought that he it was... Is fine. He did a good. I thought he was better than fine. I thought he was good, and he did a good job. Than, I, I, I but, better than Tobey Maguire, but yeah, yeah. I, I thought he did a good job as Spider-Man. But I prefer Tom Holland now because I think the writing they gave him that like he's not cool, and that's what they did yeah. with Andrew Garfield. Is he yeah. was kind of like the cool nerd because that's what we have now. But when Spider-Man was written, nerds were still nerdy. Yeah, and so right. like this is the nerdy Spider-Man where he's awkward. He's digging through garbage and he's doing like <laughs> weird stuff. He's not. The coolest thing about him was his pizza t-shirt. He's super psyched about (laughs) finding a DVD player in the trash. Exactly. And then, so he has that side of him, and then they also nail the, like, quips the yeah. oh cool things when he's flying yeah. around yeah and, because he yeah. gets so to be cool. he gets to be a different person he gets to be he knows he can be as confident and as strong as he is when he's in that suit and he can and falcon even says like you know you don't usually talk this much during a fight like you know this is what you usually do but he this is all bottled up i'm sure in him he's not cool he can't say these lines he can't do these kinds of things in his normal life that's who he who he is normally is a nerd and when he's yeah. spider-man he gets to be Spider-Man. Yes, yeah. I like. I also like the when he's talking about being Spider-Man and, and Tony Hawk at, or Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> cameo was incredible. Tony Hawk comes in as Tony Stark and grinds on Hawk's wings. And he grinds his way into the into the window and he goes, "Hey guys, it's me Tony yeah. Hawk." I just want to ask Spider-Man, "Why do you do it? Gotta go. Bye." It was weird that Tony Hawk was on Captain America's team and Rodney Mullen was on Captain America's team. So, anyways. Uh, Tony Stark asks him, "Why? Why do you do it? Why do you, you know, why do you wear the costume? Why do you do this?" And he's just like, "I've been me my whole life. I've only had these powers for six months. So if if something happens and I can do something about it, then I'm just as responsible." And I thought, like, there, like that, yeah. in what has been five Spider-Man movies where they can't quite get the tone of what Spider-Man should be down, right. he did it in 30 seconds. Yep. And they, did, they didn't even have to mention Uncle Ben, really. They didn't have to mention Uncle Ben. I also love know. the detail because like, he has a little like footage of Spider-Man swinging around and he's got that really junky suit with like, yeah. big black goggles. goggles. And he's like, those are, can you wait, can you see in those? And he's like, my senses are turned up to 11, so these actually help me focus. That's such a cool detail that they've never mentioned in the movies. Yeah. Before yeah. that, like, of course, like, yeah, he has heightened senses, but it's just, it's cool. He's a little buffer, you know, you can, like, swing around. There's no, like, oh, yeah, he would have to, like, eventually get used to being able to see better or hear better mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like love that. Like spiders can. Yeah, like spiders can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do we think about the other, uh... The other big new character, Black Panther. He was sweet. Uh, yeah, I also <laughs> loved him. He, I feel like because because of his character, he's not going to get recognized as well for being like that over the top. He doesn't have that thing. Sure. But he played Black Panther perfectly. Yeah, it's, yeah you're right. It's not one of those characters where I go, ah, classic Black Panther. Like, yeah. I, I don't have as much of he's a... Not a... He's not a quippy character. So like the scenes where people are making jokes around him and he's just dead serious is... Like, that's, that's, that's true. true. But yeah. he had and a great motivation, and like the events of the uh-huh. film definitely make him make it completely understandable that he wouldn't be cracking. Having yeah, cracking all. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. There's even that scene where like Hawkeye and him were fighting. He goes, "Oh, we've met before. I'm Clint." He goes, "I don't care." And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. Which is funny, but it also makes sense. Like 
He he wouldn't I'm stop to say like, I'm oh, my name's around. T'Challa, the Black Panther. I'm here yeah. to no. He's trying to kill someone. He's out for revenge. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I thought he was great. great. I thought his really action scenes were great. The suit was so great. I I hope cannot... they make it. I hope they make it more comfortable for the actor because I've heard that that was pretty. Oh really? Yeah, like oh, really? super hot. The whole thing's black. It's like really tight. Yeah. It's the first version of it, so they sure. haven't had like the time to kind of. I don't know. Make it, it might be one of my favorite like Mark One suits yes. as far as like. I don't know how much, you know, Spider-Man's suit will change from this film to the next film or anything like that. Those but eyes. But yeah, yeah. I Spider-Man eyes were great. Yeah, Spider-Man eyes were great. But yeah, just Black Panther with the vibranium and yeah. just the stitching looked really cool. There's something in, in, in it's in like, you know, the, the last couple Superman outfits and and Batman's new outfit. I really don't dig his new outfit. And I'll, Actually, that's my, it's my favorite outfit, but I still think Black but Panther. But it's this more. detail of where like there's this super intricate like weaving and almost like webbing in some in some suits now just across the spectrum of superhero films and something about this one looked it looked like something advanced but something still tribal and i don't know yeah it just it hit all the marks for me i thought it was so great yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um well shucks should we kind of talk about how it kind of winds up or how it uh, sure. I mean, the so the driving force behind why it like there's there is a person pulling the strings behind the scenes for the movie, and that's, Bucky and that's Baron Zemo, mm-hmm. Helmet Zemo, um, who his his family was killed in Sokovia, and so he is kind of trying to he's playing both sides against each other, not necessarily to take over the world or to you know enact this like to set up this big world ending bomb or something it's just to get hurt these them. characters to hurt each other and mm-hmm. to split the avengers as revenge yeah. and he even has a, a, a line in the movie this is towards the end where he says i i can never kill these guys stronger people than me have tried but i can i can sever them or i can mm-hmm. split them up and i thought that was kind of an interesting way to go about it because you know and and almost all the other marvel movies there is a huge bad guy whose plot is just to be evil or to yeah. kill or to take over the world which you need an appropriately you know sort of strength or power to oppose these mm-hmm. heroes but that the thing about i think i liked about you know winter soldier as well is that it's a lot more ground level it's something uh, well <laughs> winter soldier ends with like giant kill uh, yeah. kill uh, ships up in the air but as far as like it's great when you can make it something a little more relatable, something that's more tackleable. And it's not something like they can't punch that problem away. Yeah. You know, well, they can punch each other, but I like the idea of it, like being them being set up against one another, that revenge story. It's, you know, no amount of beams or, you know, magic or, yeah. you know, power of flight or anything that's going to stop that from playing out the way it plays out. Yeah. So, I thought that was really clever. Um, did you uh, like him? Did you like I, I liked Zemo? him as a character in this movie. Uh, I thought they did a really good job. I thought he played a cool role, and I liked the fact that it was kind of um, understated, that he wasn't yes. going to be like, I am the villain or I'm anything like that. I'm glad half the movie wasn't him giving monologues and, yeah. and walking around. And they, and... they put up that uh, that lead up. Oh, he's like bringing in his own super soldiers, and it's going to be the next big fight. Yeah. And yes. then just... like. Shut I that down. So instantly. appreciate that, and I yeah. loved it. And like after those first three, so after the stairway scene, after the airport, after that, the the first one in Nigeria, mm-hmm. like those were incredible. And then the movie kind of like hits a lull, and I was noticing like, okay, this isn't, it, it doesn't have the same pace. It's not as action packed. 
but it got serious and it got serious in a good way and mm-hmm. so i like the fact that they set up that big thing to be the next yeah. fight scene the next crazy one the fourth one to top them all and then just didn't really do that i'm glad they did that too because i was having a thought in the theater of like you know i really criticized batman versus superman for introducing doomsday within the last like 25 minutes mm-hmm. can i get away like, can you, how can, can I, I, give a pass I justify giving a pass to civil war five new winter soldiers. for introducing five winter soldiers at the end but as it turns out, you know, they go to the to the, the facility where the Winter Soldiers are, and Baron Zemo has put a bullet in all their heads yeah. as they're sleeping. And he's just, his reasoning is, of course, I don't want five more of you psychopaths running around. That's not mm-hmm. my plan. Yeah. So, I, go, go ahead. For, you go ahead. So, for this movie, I thought he was awesome. I thought he yeah. did a great job. But I don't know why they named him Zemo. Like, he's not Zemo. Yeah, it kind of, it, it feels like a, an unnecessary kind of piece of fan service. Like, I feel like we're kind of beyond this at that point. Like, yeah. name, make him an original character or something, if you want. Like, it, it, if it doesn't connect to it. Or maybe the the whole thing is, like, they're never going to do the actual Baron Zemo, so they just made him that. But it feels kind of like a waste of, like yeah. a, of a name. Like It oh. does feel like a waste of a name, but also it, it I think it does maybe... Because at the end of the movie, they capture him. He doesn't. He isn't killed. Yeah, true. It's, it's, so, if they bring him back and eventually he has a purple hood on, then, then no. I'll be, I'll there be is, all right. There is it. sufficient motivation for him to be a villain in future movies. As long as the Avengers exist, he's not going to be happy wherever he is. Yeah, yeah so. so that's good. I hope that he becomes something. But in this yeah. movie, it felt unnecessary for him to be named. True, but yeah, we it's. As part of a, this universe, it may very well be a clever setup. You yeah. know, like I also thought, and I don't know if this is something they did on purpose or if it's something I may be even looking too much into. But and this is I I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. But in the photos they show of him as like a Sokovian soldier, he seems mm-hmm. pretty fit and mm-hmm. like you know he's in like his he's in shape you know whatever. As like Helmet Zemo, like a year and a half later, it looks like he is so broken as a person that like. Of course, he hasn't been trained, but he looks like he has put on weight. Hmm. I don't know if anybody else noticed that. Or um, I mean, that might have been the point. Little, he looked a little more filled out in the face. Well, the, the photos they show are a lot older. They said he was part of a Sokovian death squad, yeah. which also made me care a little bit. I was like, oh, you just run around and kill people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're mad at your family's dead. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. No, I mean, I mean, not that that's an excuse, but I don't know. It was just, uh, no, it, it did. It, it looked a little different, and um, uh, and the way, yeah, he plays them off each other at the end was I thought it was really shocking I didn't yeah I didn't make the connection in the starting of the film how Winter Soldier's mission in 1991 yeah. was gonna kind of come back and connect to yeah. Captain America and, and Tony Stark yeah. and it was yeah like it was really something yeah um basically you were well I mean we're saying that you know uh Bucky Barnes killed Tony Stark's parents yeah I don't know if I needed that at the end of the movie. I don't know if I needed that to really care or to have them to fight each other. It seemed almost cheap. And especially coming off Batman vs. Superman, I'm like, okay, more dead parents. Here we go again. Well, it's but the plight you, of superheroes. Can you mark that as a negative just because another movie did it? No, I can't yeah. really. Exactly. If it, but, if it existed in a vacuum, we wouldn't hold it against it. And they also did a better job of it. Like He's always had a chip on his shoulder because his parents are gone. Mm-hmm. The details, as far as he knew, it was a car accident. And they did lay this seed in Winter Soldier. They did, yeah. When That's yeah, watching it again. Yeah, wasn't yeah. that? I thought that was great when I that they don't he the Zola. What's his name? Zola. Armin Zola, Zola. Armin Zola, the kind of computer face man in, in yeah, uh, uh, right. Winter Soldier, basically implies that Hydra has been you know 
doing stuff behind the scenes in America for all these years and is sort of taking care of problems where they've arisen and shows a news clipping of like the Starks car accident implying uh, implying okay. like yeah we had something to do with that not coming out and showing the Bucky footage yeah. but or I even, really like that. Right saying, oh, and your friend Bucky also. Yeah, hey. this will come back in <laughs> yeah. Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I just I like that. that. Yeah. Um, you're right. You're right in a way that like, it, did they? Couldn't they have had Tony Stark still mad? Like they could have had him just gone to find him, still be as pissed as he was, and still fighting. But mm. it really gave it that that extra boost because even he at the airport was trying to stop yeah. and incapacitate them. Yeah. This was like. And I, I would have been upset. I would have been upset there. if yeah. the stakes were at a level where they were trying to kill one another at the airport. This, with these three characters and their all their connections and history with one another, is so interesting. The fact that Captain America knew Tony Stark's father when he was a young man. Bucky equally has been kind of in and out of hibernation, and you know had, was alive and young enough and powerful enough to interact with and affect Tony Stark's life in a way that he never should have been able to. Mm-hmm. You know, he should have been an old old man basically. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there's all these comic book elements, but I feel like it really came together, and I just, I don't know, I just really felt it. I, the acting, I thought, was great when he mm-hmm. kind of gets that revelation. Yeah. So can I ask, this is this is a minor nitpick of mine. Sure, we and should talk is, about some negatives. Um, so. When, so Tony, after the, the airport scene, everybody who was on Team Cap except Cap and Bucky are Incarcerate. Pris- prisoners on the raft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is this underwater prison. Um, for metahumans. For metahumans. So Tony goes to and Hawkeye. And so he finds <laughs> and Hawkeye. So he finds out through um, a news a news um, story story. God, I can't think of words right now. Um, that the original inter- the person who was supposed to go and interrogate Bucky at the beginning of the movie was killed. They found his body mm-hmm. in Baron Zemo's hotel room. So he starts to piece together. Oh my God, he has been framed. So he goes to find. Falcon to get the information of where they've gone. Falcon tells him, okay, I'll give you the information, but you have to go alone, and you have to go as a friend. Mm-hmm. And other than it being cinematically more interesting, why did he tell him he had to go alone? Like, why couldn't he say, bring Vision, or bring... Because... Maybe because he's the only one at that time who has that information, and he knows that bringing anyone else is just another wild card in the situation. Like, all he needs to know is that Tony Stark realizes, he says, I was wrong. I knew I was I was set up, Bucky was framed, and I've been led to believe all these things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just feels like... Plus, you can argue that wherever the heck the raft actually is, there just wouldn't be time to have people jump over I understand that. that, but why would Falcon tell him, knowing that they're going to face five more Winter Soldiers, why... Because Falcon doesn't know at this point that Baron Zemo has pop, 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 pop in the other Winter Soldiers. Sure. They're going to against five Buckies, five stronger Buckies, theoretically. Why, in his, in his motivation, why would he say, okay, but you have to go alone? Uh, but he doesn't know he released them yet, either, in theory, right? I, I he, think... He I think doesn't know the timeline of, like, when Zemmel's getting there. I think it's more to do with just, like, keeping it simple. Like, the more elements you add to it, like, is Black Widow gonna switch sides again? Is Vision mm-hmm. gonna have, you know, a, a crisis of conscience and just stop everyone? Like, I don't know, I think he was just saying, like, Cap's gonna not react well if he has another team of heroes show up. Mm-hmm. So if it's you go there with the facts you have, it's going to go a lot a long way towards convincing him to slow down or stop sure. and listen to you. I don't I I can see I can see for or against that. What I mean, 
what are the negative like what don't we like about the movie like what well, overall, like what? Good. Well, Even yeah. if it's just a nitpick. I, I thought it was funny when Andrew brought his nitpicks up. I thought what you were gonna say is that he had thirty seconds and it's clearly like two minutes of talking. Oh, <laughs> that was the nitpick we we're gonna bring up. But, yeah. Uh, and then it was also funny because I thought the other nitpick we we're gonna bring up was when uh, he goes into the raft uh-huh. with Bucky and you, he figures it all out. But his how did he pass clearance with his like because he, he killed the psychiatrist, right? But then, like, oh, you're talking about Zemo. Is that yeah? He, yeah. Right, it uh, makes no sense. Like, he comes and he adds, looks. He looks like him en- enough, and I also, if, I you think they would have like right retina clearance or something? Because you know, right, <laughs> otherwise, it was just like a dude could just be like, oh, hi, I'm the interrogator. They're like, okay, yeah. 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 He was the right. He was the right nationality. Like, I think he was also. Or no, it just it seems yeah. it seems a little like. Just too loose, like the security seems a little loosey goosey that he would have been able to get in the room sure. with Bucky without somebody going, "Hey, who is that guy?" <laughs> then again, like this is the problem that that most of these security places and stuff face in the Marvel universe, where it feels like the near the normal mortals can't, bu- you know, can't keep the bad guys out of their places. Yeah. Whereas like it's the super prisons and stuff that end up. Well, then, then they, yeah. they seem to break down too. But <laughs> I mean, part of this is all because it's also a film, and it's, yeah, yeah, you totally. know, there's just going to be these elements. There is also a moment in the airport scene when um, Ant Man turns into Giant Man, <laughs> where like that's the distract, like he turns into Giant Man as a distraction so that Cap and Bucky can get to the Quinjet. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, at this point, like Giant Man's been like throwing people around and stuff, and like I think it was like a full three or four minutes earlier, Cap and Bucky go, I think that's a distraction. So he's been causing havoc, and then they cut to Bucky and Cap, and they're basically at his feet. Like they, like <laughs> it looks like. Did they spend that three minutes also going, "Wow, he's so big"? Because like it looks like they had made no, like no gain whatsoever hmm. on getting to I don't where they're supposed to be going. I believe it. <laughs> I, I noticed that both times. I was just like, because I, I well, the first time I saw them, I was like, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. I'll look for it the second time. But the second time, it was just like, yeah, they look like they ran maybe two feet since he turned into Giant Man, but whatever. Um, whatever. <laughs> this is, that's a minor nitpick versus... Like, yeah, I'm going to go back to the things that I like about the movie, and then, okay. uh, and then I'll get <laughs> sure, sure. That's fine. But uh, just talking about Captain America running, I fucking love the way that Chris Evans does the, like, oh, yeah. the, <laughs> the, the, the yeah, schoolboy, yeah. I don't know yeah. what to call it. It looks like just, he's starting a drill. Like, it looks like yeah. he's starting, like... To it's run like, around the the airbase or something, kind yeah. Of thing. Like, but it always gets me. He's done it throughout all the movies, and it's just like that's how Captain America would run. I don't know if that's how he, he would, just yeah. runs normally and it works, or <laughs> if he specifically said this is a thing that Captain America would do, but mm-hmm. it works so well for me. Okay, and then back to the nitpicks, uh, and it's not even really a nitpick, but Robert Downey Jr. with the Stark technology young face really looked. I thought it was cool, but it oh. like was so distracting because I was like the whole time I was thinking, how are they doing this, and what's the technology behind this? I think this? there's a lot of makeup and CG, right? Was it? It was CG, yeah. CG. yeah. It was just, and you saw like, like they, they they gave like eyeliner, mm-hmm. like they did stuff to, like. Really, well, he looks exactly. I mean, if you look up photos, it looks of him like him from ninety one. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like that was insane. And they did other like similar crazy stuff with Chris Evans in the first Captain America oh, right. movie where he's supposed to be thin, but Scrying he's actually like so ripped. And then yeah, they they did almost the exact same thing with um. What is it? The guy Picard. Was, Hank Pym. Why can't you think of? Oh, his, uh, uh, Michael famed, Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah, famed actor Michael oh, Douglas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's Hank Pym to me now. Oh, that guy. Um, no, they. I and that one. I think because of the age difference from when they show him versus. Well, maybe it's not that much longer, but it felt like not quite as successful. Like it was a little more obvious, a little more uncanny valley where I was like, oh, this is something's going on with Michael Douglas's face. I thought this was excellent. Yeah. I yeah. didn't find it 
once I realized what was happening, because at first I didn't re- remember, like, oh, yeah, we're still in 1991. This is still a 91 part of the movie. Um, I was at first I was just distracted, like, wait, who are these people? Wait, is that guy still alive? And then I was like, okay, his parents, he's young, got it. And I, but I thought they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it feels sort of like a threat to Robert Downey Jr. Like, hey, don't ask for another pay raise because we'll just uh, we replace you with Computer Downey Jr. Uh, if you uh, get out of line. Awesome. Um, I, I, I liked that. I thought it was really cool. I mean, I, I didn't dislike it. So I did say it as a nitpick, but sure. I kind of just wanted to see your opinions on it. Or, <laughs> no, no, I can see where you're, it's like... Because it's, it's, it's not just a scene. Yeah, 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 it is. It's totally. because uh, I noticed that more than what he was yeah, saying. That's I'm just true. like, what yeah. is going on? Is that another actor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, one of my biggest, I mean, flaws or nitpicks is is it just feels like... And I agree with what you said. I'm, I'm more happy that your friend was able to kind of follow along even without, you know, the knowledge of some of these films, including, like, the Captain America films like, yeah. that it's literally a sequel from. But um, but it does feel like a, you're coming in on a, a bigger part of a you know continuing story. They're they coming do, in in chapter 10. As, of, as, as yeah. much as they do a good job of, hey, remember what happened in New York and Washington, D.C. and Sokovia and stuff? It's And I like that there's moments where it doesn't feel like they're completely holding your hand. They're, they're reminding you of things. They're calling back to some stuff, but they're not... They're not cutting to footage of that film necessarily, yeah. like on you know in see, people's yeah. flashbacks. Let's see what happened right. back yeah. then. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah, Family Guy style cutbacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, but that's maybe one of my biggest negatives is and and I, don't get me wrong, I for me and having seen all the other films, I really like it. But I wonder, on average, if if people came into this blind or having not seen most of the other films. Would it stack up for them? Would it feel the same for them, like yeah. as good of a movie with without that context? Yeah, so. I, I like having heard what uh, your friend said, mm-hmm. Andrew, because it kind of like reinforces what I think is: if you can put subtle hints in there, you don't need to know the whole backstory. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff that you see in the other movie is the other movie, and all you need for this movie is kind of what they mention. Mm-hmm. Although I do feel maybe one thing that got glossed over was Quicksilver more than anything. And well, they didn't they, even mention him. He he got a couple little hints, but I was also watching some like interview where they were asking... There was a panel of a bunch of the, the cast and, and uh, crew, and um, they were asking Jeremy Renner, like, why did you go to the cap side rather than um, Iron Man? And he said, because well, he asked first, and that was his response. Uh-huh. And it could have been a little joke, but uh, one of the Russo brothers was on there, and he kind of like chimed in. He was like... Well, actually, the reason was because like he feels responsible for the death of Quicksilver and that he uh, like wanted to kind of be with Wanda. Yeah, because yeah. he he looks right at her and says, "I, you know." Oh, and gave her that pep talk in Ultron, where he's right. kind of like, yeah, "Listen, yeah. like, yeah. this is what it means to be an Avenger. Like, this is all crazy, but like at the end of the day, like, you need to decide if you want to be a hero or not." Right, but, but there's that, a scene that where was they... in Ultron, and then you... there's a scene where they get out of the van and like. Cap says, "Hey, thanks for thanks for coming on, sir." Such short notice. He looks at one. He says, "Well, I I owe her one or something." Yeah, like that. exactly. And yeah. that's like a, a little one-off line, and they don't explain why, and they don't do that thing, and it kind of covers it, but not really. It yeah. doesn't. I feel like, and her response also, it just doesn't have the gravity that uh, the death of a right. brother, specifically caused by that, yeah. this thing, doesn't really have that impact, and it yeah. probably should have. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But amazing movie. It blew me away. Yeah, first, yeah. first half at least, my jaw was just on the floor. Mm-hmm. Everyone was going crazy in the theater, and uh, I was so happy to be watching yeah. it. 
do we have any like do you guys have any theories of what like because obviously now the avengers teams are kind of splintered mm-hmm. there is cap and war machine and vision and sort of not really black widow anymore <clears throat> but mm-hmm. and then you have cap with falcon and hawkeye and mm-hmm. ant-man and scarlet witch are, what what do you think is what happens next? Are we wondering if they're gonna go the Secret Avengers route? Oh, I don't oh, I don't know. Like what what does what do you think the Capsite does, and what do you think? I mean, just from what he said in the film, like he's not gonna be able to stop himself from helping people, but he's gonna do it. I wonder if he'll like literally like not have a Captain America suit or something. Yeah. Um, right, he left a shield behind, right? He does. Yes, yeah. that is at the end of the movie. He does leave a shield get, behind. He can get new shields. Right, and he's in Wakanda. <laughs> that's true. Like, that's uh, true. So the the the, the end credit true. scene is they cut to Captain America in Wakanda. Bucky is going under because he doesn't. In the movie, Bucky is manipulated again because Baron Zemo learns his trigger words mm-hmm. and is able to kind of manipulate him into doing what he wants. So he doesn't trust his own mind. So he goes back under. The ice. In typical comic book fashion. Yeah. He's out of the picture now, but he'll be in the picture yeah. later. Yeah. Um, so they're in Wakanda, the home of vibranium. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Captain America's shield is made of vibranium. Yeah. So it's not un it would be not be within the realm of reality for them to make a new shield for yeah. them. They could make a to yeah, I think you could just scrape a little bit off that big Panther statue <laughs> and probably just be fine. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to uh, eventually make Anthony Mackie Captain America. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, and they might, especially if they're going to be doing this, uh, like, Bucky-Falcon rivalry. Team up, thing. yes. The team up, or just, like, the rival, if they they have to decide between those two who's going to be the next Captain mm-hmm. America, because they've both been Captain America <sighs> in the comics. That would be really cool. That would be awesome yeah. to see. And uh, mm. I would enjoy that. And then, like, have Steve Rogers go and do his Steve Rogers thing right. as a different character. Yeah, it's hard to say because, I mean, we it's, it's interesting that we can look at it this way. We have Doctor Strange, and right. then, and then what is the Cover next one after that? Guardians. Guardians. Are Guardians. Are they making another Guardians? Yeah. Guardians, Guardians will be, I think, the big movie that will... It, I think Doctor Strange will have some sort of tease or something connecting to the next, you know, Marvel kind of thing. But I think Guardians is going to be the huge one that gives us a lot more of Thanos and the Infinity Gems and brings that, those characters towards Earth again, it's all going to start lining that up. Thor. Thor, yeah. yeah. So, so they have those, and then they're going into the first Infinity War, right? Yeah. It's going to be renamed, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. First, yeah. So, and I, from what I've heard, Captain Marvel might be in that one. That's, mm-hmm. Oh, he might be in it. Interesting, because she's, she's not she, getting... Oh, that's oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. You keep mixing up. I am. I cannot help myself. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I know. I I understand. I did the same thing. (laughs) But um, yeah, she might be in it. So I. It seems like with all of this stuff with Doctor Strange, it's all getting big picture right now. Where this is, it's kind of like ground level, not quite like Daredevil ground level, but the ground level of the the heroes. And now like Thor is all space and everything, and then they're gonna go space with Guardians of the Galaxy, and then they're gonna go like extra dimensional with um doctor strange so Mm -hmm. i think it's just gonna get big and it might actually undercut what they did in this movie in civil war where they just have to bring back heroes because everything's so big and so they're like because they have that excuse it's just like are you really gonna bicker when the entire world is on the line yeah you're you're making a cell phone behind yeah i mean yeah exactly so they could just bring them back but they could kind of say this is so big that these characters aren't we're not even going right. to bring them in and especially with contracts and stuff like yeah. that running out you might have some of them just be left off on do the do you think anybody burner. appears in Doctor Strange 
or like an established like Avenger character yeah. or something, it would be a little distracting. It feels like they have a lot on their plate to get out there. Yeah. And this is sort of their the start of their magic kind of phase of things. But the, I think they've yeah. also established that I th- I think that the, maybe even the majority of Doctor Strange is going to take place before a lot of these events have happened. You think so? Well, because in in Winter Soldier they they, they, they mention Stephen Strange as somebody do. who is on their like watch list. Like he's super powerful. Yeah. Huh. I didn't even make that connection that he this. It would almost a prequel in the sense that it's taking place earlier in the events of the Marvel Universe yeah. and then catches up to current. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Interesting. Um, but you know, we do have so we have Guardians. What? And then Spider-Man what? next year too. What? I'm Sorry, just thinking like, what if Doctor Strange just set up some huge mind fuck? The same way like um, like none of the Marvel Universe happened. <laughs> like he's the co- like he create he, the reason that the stuff played out the way that we've seen it play out is because he changed it and made it happen that way. Kind of kind of the same way the uh, Secret Wars went. What was it when uh, like all of them turned out to be scrolls? Uh, Secret, Secret Invasion. Invasion. Yeah. Invasion. So Secret Invasion, when that happened, and everyone was like, oh, for the past year, the Captain America that we've been reading was not Captain America, but an alien impersonating yeah. him. And they they wrote it with that like intention. That. I don't like that. I don't like the, I the love, secret, I don't like the the, the clone saga. When well, it's written thing. with intention, with it, that, it's known I'm, about beforehand. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. For that entire year when it was written, because it was. So it was. So in that you're one. telling me if I read the cap uh, that Captain America book, even in his private time when he's like, you know, it's really hard defending America. Blah, blah, that's a when scroll, he's in his apartment jerking off. At, well, least, no, I'm, I'm curious. The overarching the about pe- that, especially the people <laughs> like Joe Quesada or whatever who was. Planning the whole thing, sure. uh, they knew. They had the notes. Okay, well that's cool for, that's for that year. So like they were paying attention, they were making sure that things yeah. made sense. And I didn't read it, so I don't know. But I like that idea <laughs> no. that the the fact that like that that's in there. And if they can do that tactfully and say like Doctor Strange is kind of like what it, it could even be just that he saved the world and made sure that things like continued on normally. But it would be cool if like he had some influence and the yeah. fact that they're watching him sure. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see how they, yeah, what the next movie's kind of set yeah. up. So mm-hmm. we get Doctor Strange later this year, then we get Guardians of the, early next year, Spider-Man in the middle. Oh, yeah. And it's then, a Sony movie, right? Yeah. It's a Sony Marvel, it's Wait, a joint. It counts as, yeah. yeah which is it's weird. like a Spike Lee joint. Um, and then <laughs> Thor at the end of next year, Black Panther before Avengers. Oh, okay. So I think there is a... There oh, is a, a Black Panther. Movie. Yeah, there's Ooh. a Black Panther. So oh, that's going to deal with they, Bucky, then. They just yeah. cast uh, Lupita Nyong'o is going to be in it. And, and Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Nice. Who's the Who's he? Who is he? Uh, we don't know yet, what? but I am yeah. so he excited. He is an awesome actor. This yeah. cast is going to oh. be awesome. So hopefully as uh, Johnny Storm. Stop. Oh, and is Hulk in outer space? What are they doing with him? Hulk's in outer space with Thor. In the Thor. Oh, is he? Yeah. How do we, do we know that? Yeah, yeah it's just the, behind the scenes stuff. The, dire- the director of uh, what we do in the shadows. I love that, by the way. Is I think that's a great choice. Yeah, one and of the guys cool. who wrote and directed a lot of episodes of Fly the Concords and yeah. oh, okay. things like that is doing. And it's they're implying <laughs> they're implying sort of a, a galactic road trip film with these two dudes, which just, <laughs> they've always had an interesting kind of dynamic dynamic too. Yeah. So I'm actually quite I'm I'm going to be very happy to see how this plays out. So like yeah. just riding on Thor's hammer. Heavy, yeah, heavy punches here. Yeah. Yeah, um, so Black Panther is the last stop before the next Avengers, which is at least gives a, a, a moment to have like another maybe ground level 
adventure before before galactic things, things get violations. I can't believe how long they've sat on Thanos without yeah. turning oh, him into something that crazy. big. Yeah. You know what? A little deep. But like every single movie has a little the vision Inter- scene in this one. The fact that he's like, I don't know what oh, yeah. this gem oh, is. Oh, oh, what did you think of? Because I mean, maybe it's just based on. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe it's just based on the fact that her powers are come from that gem. They are. Uh, yes, that's but what it is. she has power over the gem. Yeah, uh-huh. Scarlet Witch. Because there's a scene where like Vision is like about to like pounce on Hawkeye and she like stops him. His gem turns and red. His gem oh, turns red that. and then she like throws him through the floor. Uh, uh, oh, so yeah. Which yeah. also changes his density. He starts yeah. to phase in and out. And she and yeah. it's because uh, the mind gem created Vision, but also gave her her powers that there's an, a connection. Yeah. Which I like even better for their relationship because in the comics it's just she's just magic, right? Yeah. She's oh, just and, and magic. Like, yeah. So the fact that the the two are intertwined. On this other level, that there's like this this thing has actually given them a reason to have a connection yeah. outside of you know whatever their relationship is. It's an interesting dynamic, and uh, lended itself to your wife's favorite. My scene, wife's favorite Andrew. scene where Vision is cooking. <laughs> I love Vision in uh, civilian clothes in this movie. Yeah, yeah. He's, that was very he's, dapper. He is so cool throughout the entire thing, and the makeup is incredible. Yeah, His how, eyes, okay, how much is makeup and how much is CG? Most of it's makeup, from what I understand. That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way it looks. It yeah, looks yeah. really cool. It doesn't look like goopy something makeup on his face. It looks... He looks like a robot. It looks yeah, like flesh, and it's so bizarre. It's, it's With like... With the textures, too. Yeah, yeah. And, and his, his eyes have... Right? His eyes have, like, oh, so nice. Amazing. Yeah. I know, we're just yeah. gushing over this. Well, it is. But, it's great. Uh, also, another thing that I heard... What, who's the actor who plays him? What's Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, in an interview, I guess he's said that like the ideas of him coming through the wall rather than the door which I love that yeah. was his yeah. idea the door was open that was yeah. something that like he suggested suggested and then they put that's it great in that's awesome yeah alright so, yeah. so resounding success yeah. I mean yeah. what else what else can we say oh I had one that, thing oh, go ahead. I thought this movie was nothing near Superman vs. Batman <laughs> yes <laughs> it, it, you're right nothing near that it's one. just it's bizarre to have one two right huge yeah. giant superhero with superheroes in the name and in within like a month month and a half we had possibly one of the worst good, it's good guys the, versus bad guys too it's good guys versus bad guys too and it's one of the worst interpretations of some of these characters and just like a, just a cruddy job across the board with Batman versus Superman and then you have something like this where like the old characters are well-rounded and represented. The new characters are amazing too. Mm-hmm. The the plot's great. The story's great. Like I can I, I struggle to find fault in it. Like it's not a perfect film, but overall, all the good outweighs so much of of any of the little problems I have. I just it's it's just like oil and water. I it's can't so believe it's enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. And then especially like Batman versus Superman came in the middle of Deadpool and yeah. Civil War. Like how. Does it exist? Yeah. <laughs> like, talk about a sandwich with, like, a real shitty middle and just two beautiful pieces of bread. Yeah. <laughs> bread is so good. Um, well, speaking right. of old characters that are hopefully done well, um, <laughs> the next movie we have all agreed to do oh, yeah. is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Out of the Shadows. Yeah. Out of the when, did, when did that tagline get added on do you, do you know because I, I didn't even know that was a, too ta- I didn't know it was a tagline though you said it like i've been paying attention yeah. to this movie the only thing that i know and i'm a little bit excited about is seamus is in it 
this, this, is Max, <laughs> this is Max's suggestion, by the way. He wants to see this movie. So. <laughs> let's okay. Let's clear this up. Okay. No. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady look so good. Yeah. I, it it looks unapologetically like they're like you know what. Fuck it, there's, there's a reason people like them. this cartoon. <laughs> Look at all these kooky-kooky characters. Yeah, let's go for it. Now, if only they could just readjust, like, give the turtles a second mutation for their faces, because they are <laughs> yeah. nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. See, just, just go back a little bit and say, yeah. all right, I, we did I right by uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> I say bring the suits back. Sure. Just the suits back. That should be good. Yeah. Okay, bring, so. Yep. Oh, go ahead. Bring Jim Henson back to life. Anyway. Yeah. Bring <laughs> Jim Henson back to life. That is the... the uh, For this film, yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll see you next time for Turtles 2. Love you all. Goodbye. Bye. It's so sad to think about the good times you and I. Cause baby, now we